Welcome to The Way this day. It is Wednesday, December 21st. Today's focus is Happy Are the Pure in Heart. It is also National Homeless Persons Remembrance Day, and that will contain links for that day within the show notes, as well as a special prayer at the end. The 21st day of the month. I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Romans 7, verse 15. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth, and give me an undivided heart to revere your name. Psalm 86, verse 11. The sixth beatitude, happy the pure in heart, they shall see God. The 19th century lay theologian Soren Kierkegaard wrote that purity of heart is to will one thing, one thing, not two, between which we must then choose, but how to achieve such unity of purpose. How often have you said about some spiritual challenge, on the one hand, I want to go in this direction, but on the other hand, I am drawn to the opposite way. Even Paul the Apostle confessed that too often he wanted to do one thing, yet did another. Ultimately, Paul resolved his conflict by seeing that in his own power, he could not be always of one mind. Only Christ could deliver him from his spiritual confusion. Could it be that this beatitude is not saying that first we must have purity of desire, and as a reward we will see God? Could it be instead that when we pray to be delivered from a double mind, we see God in ways that only God can know? How appropriate to keep offering the petition of the psalmist quoted above, to seek an undivided heart. Opening Prayer Majestic God, glowing in a splendor I cannot bear to see, show me as much of yourself as I have eyes to behold. For the rest, let me simply entrust myself to your goodness. Remove from me selfish motives, that those evil intentions that I have mingled with holy desires create in me a clean heart, O God and put a new and right spirit within me. For you only can do this, through Jesus Christ, who in Gethsemane faced down the demons that divide us. Amen. Psalm 86, verses 8 through 15. There's no one quite like you among the gods, O Lord, and nothing to compare with your works. All the nations you made are on their way, ready to give honor to you, O Lord, ready to put your beauty on display, parading your greatness and the great things you do. God, you're the one. There's no one but you. Train me, God, to walk straight. Then I'll follow your true path. Put me together one heart and mind. Then, undivided, I'll worship in joyful fear. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you, dear Lord. I've never kept secret what you're up to. You've always been great toward me. What love! You snatched me from the brink of disaster. God, these bullies have reared their head. A gang of thugs is after me, and they don't care a thing about you. But you, O God, are both tender and kind, not easily angered, immense in love, and you never, never quit. 2 Samuel 7, verses 1 through 17. Now it came about when the king lived in his house, And the Lord had given him rest on every side from all his enemies, that the king said to Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in a house of cedar, 
but the ark of God dwells within tent curtains. Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that is in your mind, for the Lord is with you. But in the same night the word of the Lord came to Nathan, saying, Go, and say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord, Are you the one who should build me a house to dwell in? For I have not dwelt in a house since the day I brought up the sons of Israel from Egypt, even to this day, but I have been moving about in a tent, even in a tabernacle. Wherever I have gone with all the sons of Israel, did I speak a word with one of the tribes of Israel, which I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, saying, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now therefore thus you shall say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the pasture, from following the sheep, to be a ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and have cut off all your enemies from before you. And I will make you a great name, like the names of the great men who are on the earth. I will also appoint a place for my people Israel, and I will plant them, that they may live in their own place and not be disturbed again, nor will the wicked afflict them any more as formerly, even from the day that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel. And I will give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord also declares to you that the Lord will make a house for you. When your days are complete and you lie down with your fathers, I'll raise up your descendant after you, who will come forth from you, and I'll establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I'll establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I'll be a father to him, and he will be a son to me. When he commits iniquity, I'll correct him with the rod of men and the strokes of the son of men. But my loving kindness shall not depart from him, as I took it away from Saul, whom I removed from before you. Your house and your kingdom shall endure before me forever. Your throne shall be established forever. In accordance with all these words and all this vision, so Nathan spoke to David. The letter to Titus, the second chapter, verses 11 through the eighth verse of the third chapter. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men, instructing us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires and to live sensibly, righteously and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus, who gave himself for us to redeem us from every lawless deed and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, zealous for good deeds. These things speak and exhort and reprove with all authority. Let no one disregard you. Remind them to be subject to rulers, to authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good deed, to malign no one, to be peaceable, gentle, showing every consideration for all men. For we also once were foolish ourselves, disobedient, deceived, enslaved to various lusts and pleasures, spending our life in malice and envy, hateful, hating one another. But when the kindness of God our Savior and His love for mankind appeared, he saved us, not on the basis of deeds, which we have done in righteousness, but according to his mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out upon us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we would be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy statement, and concerning these things, I want you to speak confidently so that those who have believed God will be careful to engage in good deeds. These things are good and profitable for men. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 
39 through 56. Now at this time Mary rose and went in a hurry to the hill country, to a city of Judah, and entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has had regard for the humble state of his bond slave. For behold, from this time on all generations will count me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear him. He has done mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down rulers from their thrones and has exalted those who are humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent away the rich empty-handed. He has given help to Israel, his servant, in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his descendants forever. And Mary stayed with her about three months and then returned to her home. These are the readings of the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wednesday's Prayer In the middle of this week, good Lord, assure me again of your presence in the midst of life. Renew my strength and determination to do your will on earth, even as it is done in heaven. Save me from self-contentment, from a vision that is too narrow. Enable me to reach beyond my parish into my community, beyond my community into every corner of your anguished world. Help me to see even beyond this world into the vast expanse of your universe, created as a sign of your extraordinary love and of your enduring power. This I ask through Christ, through whom all things were made, in whom all things hold together. Amen. A prayer for National Homeless Persons Memorial Day by the Reverend Chuck Curry. Holy God, in the midst of winter, in difficult economic times, we come to you in prayer. We grieve this day for all those who have died experiencing homelessness. No one should live a third world life in a first world country. We ask for your forgiveness. Be a source of comfort for those who struggle. Be a source of inspiration to those of us who are comfortable. We seek a newer world where homelessness and poverty are ended. Together we remember your son Jesus born homeless. This child brought light to dark places. We pray for that light now to illuminate our hearts. In a world of plenty, we invoke the words of the Hebrew prophet, let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Amen. The full version of the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as the pathway to peace, 
taking as he did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen.